Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. I need information. I thought you might be able to help. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Everything you need to know from the world of entertainment and pop culture at the top of every hour on My Talk 1071. Now tell us everything. everything. The new season of the PBS cartoon Arthur started with a wedding of Mr. Ratburn to another man. Yeah. Yes, in the episode, Mr. Ratburn got married to a chocolatier named Patrick, but the word gay was never used in the episode. Oh. Um, so this isn't the first time the cartoon has tackled the issue of a gay character. They also did it in 2005 with a lesbian couple in an episode called Postcards from Buster. Aww. Oh, I wonder nice. why I'm like, why am I seeing Arthur all over the place on social media? <laughs> yeah. Why am I seeing a little anteater and his yeah. friends? Yeah. yeah. Making okay. news. Now I know why. Uh, Disney is now in full control of Hulu. It's an agreement that was met between Disney and Comcast. In the next five years, Comcast has agreed to sell its share of, of Hulu to Disney for a minimum of $5.8 billion. Wow. Uh, Comcast NBC Universal will continue to license content to Hulu through 2024, but starting next year, NBCU can pull back on the content already licensed to Hulu. So it's going to be non-exclusive to Hulu and the licensing fee would be reduced. This is just, you know, you can't make this transition right away. Mm-mm. you got to <laughs> ease into it. But. It's a slow one. And now Disney will have access to all of Hulu's original programming, right. like Handmaid's Tale. And-, and Handmaid's Tale. Wow, yeah. And Handmaid's Tale. Yeah. <laughs> no, there's and other Handmaid's good shit yeah. on there. I yeah. just can't think and, of it. And, um, 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 um. Yeah. Handmaid's Tale. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, okay, Alfonso Ribeiro. Pen just... 15. I thought of another one. Oh, oh yeah. that's another one. Yes. Uh, yeah, yeah, there's some other shows. Oh, Castle watched... Rock is on that, right? Uh, yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Okay. okay. Oh, boy. <laughs> wow. Take it a long road. If you know what, you can tweet us as well. Um, all right. Uh, Alfonso Ribeiro uh, welcomed a new child into his life. Uh, his wife went into the hospital on Mother's Day. They welcomed a daughter, Ava Sue Ribeiro. Um, oh, Carlton. Yeah, Carlton. Oh, cool. Yes. Um, this baby is beautiful. It's a newborn daughter born on Mother's Day. And Aww. her name is Ava Sue Ribeiro. This is their third child together. It looks like all girls. Yeah. Ooh. It's like yeah. my, my dad having to live with three girls in the house. <laughs> Good yeah. luck, Carlton. <laughs> All right, that's the latest dirt. You can find more on our app and mytalk1071.com. That is brand new information. My Talk Dirt Alerts at the top of every hour and at 820, 1220, and 520 on My Talk 1071.
Welcome to the 6 o'clock hour of Jason and Alexis in the morning. Live on My Talk 1071 and live streaming all over the earth at MyTalk1071.com. I'm Jason Matheson with Alexis Thompson and Dawn McClay. Start your engines Uh-oh. and may the best woman win. Thank you. That's right. Ah, uh, the world got a little less funny today. Uh, very sad, though not totally unexpected. Uh, comedy great Tim Conway passed away uh, yesterday. Uh, if you're a youngin, he is uh, was one of the original members of the Carol Burnett show, and he was just a force uh, uh, upon himself. Take a listen. Doctor, please, please get this tooth out of my yeah, mouth right. now. Well, <laughs> let's see now. If we're going to pull her out, we'll have to have those pulley things. The pulleys and pinchy things and the little picky things. There. Pinchy, picky, pulley. See, I'll get my manual just a minute on that. Pull tooth. T. T. T-O-T-O-T-H. Here we are. Pull your tooth out. Boy, this is going to hurt. <laughs> Anyone that watched the Carol Burnett show, I didn't even need to set up that clip. Uh-huh. You know that that is the famous dentist uh, dentist sketch with Tim Conway and Harvey Corman, and uh, where Tim plays a bumbling dentist uh, who sticks him who sticks his own hand and arm with uh, anesthesia with uh, uh, numbing stuff, <laughs> and he has to operate on uh, Harvey Corman, and it's just. 40, 50 years later, it's still, I watched it last night. I watched it uh, on YouTube after I heard the news. It still is funny. Well, and if you look closely, he actually, Harvey actually peed his pants because he was laughing so hard. Oh, really? Yeah. Yep. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my God. Because he didn't, you know, they might plan some things, but then Tim would come, when it was time to do the sketch, Mm. he'd just do his own thing, and it was unexpected, and oh. Oh, my gosh. And they just, you know, this is a live it was, you know, just one cut. It's not like they were there was a live studio audience. It yeah. just they had to go on and he would just drag things out for so long, really just to make him laugh. I think yeah. him and Carol. Crazy. Mm-hmm. Well, and another famous clip, and I don't know our clip service what the I I forgot to listen to this in the break, but one of my favorite clips was actually a blooper, an ad lib uh from a mama's family skit. Uh, Dick Van Dyke was there. This was toward the end of the run of the show. And I believe Tim played one of Mama's sons. Uh, he was Eunice, played by Carol Burnett, and then uh, and then Tim, and then Dick Van Dyke sitting on the couch, and, of course, Vicki Lawrence's Mama. Well, Tim Conway is ad-libbing this story about an elephant. Now, he didn't do this in dress rehearsal, so the cast had no idea where he was going, and you you, you have to see this visually, but it, it's still even funny, just the audio, because the look, Carol actually didn't love, Vicki Lawrence, uh, I interviewed her once, told me this, Carol actually didn't love when the cast would break up, she, you know, and, and break uh, and start laughing. It, it, it bothered her sometimes. Well, even Carol had to look down she put her head in her hands uh and it it was just so funny here's here's a little bit of tim's elephant ad lib see uh this elephant uh, had this little dwarf trainer and uh <laughs> just used to put a little ballerina skirt on that elephant <laughs> i thought it was so laughable at the time 
There's a rumor going around the circus that that dwarf and the elephant were lovers. <laughs> elephant squashed. Well, they had to shoot the elephant. <laughs> I don't know whether it's because of the rumor or not, but they're buried together. And then famously, we can't play this part. Famously, Vicki Lawrence, because he goes on and on. So he did that one. And then he did another because they did they did a, a show for tape just in case there was a, a malfunction or something in the live show. They did two shows. And in the one in the other one where they, you know, they don't have a choice. They, they're they're airing it. He goes on and he changes the story again about the elephant. So the cast knows like, oh, crap, here we go. What's he going to say this time? And Vicki Lawrence's mama famously said after he goes on for about five minutes, she famously said and CBS obviously bleeped her. Is that little a-hole done yet? And Dick, the, Dick Van Dyke, the cast and the audience loses it. Like Dick Van Dyke falls off the couch laughing. Carol f- laughs. It, it's it's all over YouTube. You can't you can't miss it. If you just put in Tim Conway elephant ad lib, you'll you'll see it. So oh. uh, very very sad. Mm. He was the best. He also voiced Barnacle Boy in a SpongeBob SquarePants. Oh my gosh! Oh, did he? Yes, he did. And he also won an Emmy. On the second season of 30 Rock as a guest star. So, kind of some more recent oh things. If gosh, you, I, wow. Yeah. I, guess I, I didn't, didn't know realize he was that. On, yeah, I didn't know he did a voice on SpongeBob. Yeah. I mean, I'm not exactly the you know the demographic for SpongeBob. So, but <laughs> Donnie oh, Love is. Oh, really? <laughs> he uh, loves SpongeBob SquarePants. Uh, oh, gosh, I love it too. It's really <laughs> just a great show. But I guess I just didn't remember that he's the one that did the voice. Yeah. <laughs> Which character, Lex? Barnacle, Barnacle Boy. Boy. Yep. Oh, now that you know that, Don, does it make, do you hear it? Totally. Absolutely. Yeah. My daughter watched that show obsessively. And then as an adult, it's just such a good show. Yeah, it's good you for know? Every, every age. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I got to go back now and listen to the, listen to the clip. Cause yeah. Oh, it's just, he was so good. I mean, that, that whole cast, I mean, if you think about it and I love Chris Rock, uh, Chris Rock posted this morning too that the world is a little less funny. Mm-hmm. It's just you think about it. You had Carol and you had Harvey Corman and you had uh, Vicky and Tim and then Lyle Wagner sometimes for a while and then Dick Van Dyke was on toward the end and all the. I mean that was just such a great cast. It's like we just it's, don't. Yeah. I can't think of a a show that we have like that anymore. You know we that don't. that's allowed to improv like that. Just the old days of that. Because think about, for instance, we know about how the way Will and Grace is filmed. For instance, there is a live yeah. audience, but you know we've talked to my talkers who have been to tapings, and they will do the best take of whatever line like obsessively over like twenty times to get the right one. Yeah, and it's all just pieced together like a puzzle, but. Where anymore do you see a show that's being live taped that's like that, where the cast can hmm. have liberties to just have freedom? Yeah, yeah, it's to crack each other up. Either. Yeah, it's just seemed also manufactured. I don't know. Yeah, it's just uh, I that's such a good show. Mm. Hey guys, uh, seven twelve is the time we're celebrating Mental Health Awareness Week in May, presented by Care Counseling. Millions of us are affected by mental health conditions every year. My talk wants to highlight. Some good information. We want to take the stigma away from talking about mental health. Uh, Learn more 
and help us celebrate Mental Health Awareness Month at mytalk1071.com and our keyword May. When we come back, will the Oscars go hostless again? Hmm. Uh, we're going to find out. Plus, Dawn is loving a movie trailer. Which one? You'll find out when we come back. Six eighteen. Welcome back, Jason and Alexis. In the morning, I'm Everything Entertainment. Everything. I'm gonna get the Rachel haircut. I'm Jace with Lex and Don McLean. I want to see that. You do make a beautiful woman, though. So yeah, you do. Yeah, you figured that out yesterday. You know what? Thank you for that validation. I um, I had mockers. I had people that mocked me, but um, I stand tall in my beauty and uh yeah um <laughs> you gotta see I, this guys yeah <laughs> yeah it's on the my talk uh instagram account i have yes. it on mine too in my stories oh good um, okay yeah i said i on my stories i wrote nobody can tell me i'm not cute even with my <laughs> subtle chin hair yeah i uh I am a hot chick i'm just gonna tell you so you can see the picture of me oh. as a woman yeah, yeah if you just want to laugh get mm-hmm. that snapchat filter it changes your gender, so you can, yeah, There's look like a dude. There's also a baby one, too. Can you? Oh, there I, is? Yeah. I didn't see that one. I left I my phone at home. I don't know if that's home, on so. Instagram or if it's on Snapchat. See, I don't know how to use Snapchat. Mm. Um, It's, yeah, I wish I did, but I don't. And Don's don't. a hot man, too. Ooh, Don, I am. You yeah. Are hot. Yeah, I got to tell you. Mm, yeah. yeah. Well, I I think that it's a little unfair as far as like how it changes the girls to to men. It's just like a lot of the boys we don't look that great. I mean, I thinning I think hair. I'm okay. Yeah, it's the hair. <laughs> like why do we all have to have thinning hair? I wanted better hair. Right? You know. <sighs> I I thought you were hot, Don. Oh, thank you. It's a little Thor-like, like like, sort of like a little bit of Thor, but hippie, because I had that hippie shirt on. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah. Looks like I've got a ponytail. I don't know what's going on. Yeah. (laughs) Donna is hilarious. Donna is hideous, and it's hilarious. Yeah. Donna, I love you, but oh, my goodness. And Lori ain't much better. Oh, my gosh. Julia just looks like her brother. Yes. (laughs) Oh, I love you, Lori, but oh, yeah. You got to see all of them. Oh, my gosh. Bradley looks looks like Amanda Bynes. <laughs> oh yeah, he's pretty. Yeah. Uh Colleen is hysterical. Oh my as a gosh, man. yes. <laughs> Colleen looks so mad. Um Holly looks like basically Holly yeah. still. Uh-huh. Oh, Jon Snow. She looks like Jon Snow. Yeah. Oh, oh, but Donna Donna oh looks like a creepy cable man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Steve looks like an an like an anime something something's not or Michael right with Jackson. Steve. Oh right, oh. yeah, something's not right with Steve. That's just a parent all the time, anyway. Uh, but yeah, yeah. Don, oh. and, yeah, and Donnie looks. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga, Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's like my lunch lady. <laughs> yeah, in high school. Mm-hmm. And ju- Just to oh, see Lori. everyone together, it's so funny. Oh. The way Hannah did them, it's like a diptych with six on each page. Oh, Yeah, it's so, oh, I'm looking at Julia. She does look like her brother. <laughs> oh, that's exactly, yes. she's her brother in that picture. And Julia, I mean, Lori <laughs> is, oh, poor Lori. Oh. That's just not. Yeah, okay. Uh, you can see them all. <laughs> like, an well, old Lex, ro- you, like a rocker with you, eyeliner on. I said this. I showed um, I showed uh, my girls' night girls yesterday, and we all – you look like Zach kind of. Lex. Yeah, my brother. You do kind of look like your brother. My neck is a lot thicker, though, oh. and I look straight from Jersey Shore, but you're yes, right, you though. Yes, you do. You look like you're getting ready to go to the gym and do laundry and tan. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. tan, right, GTL All tan time. at the same time. <laughs> hey, we'll talk about the Oscars a little bit later. But, Dawn, what, what movie trailer mm. are you loving right now? Oh, my gosh. The the sequel to the first Maleficent. Oh. Maleficent 2. Uh, Angelina Jolie is playing the evil queen. Mistress of evil is what it's called. Um, I'll just play you a little bit of the trailer here. Who prey on the innocent. I'm sure your kind would agree. If I didn't know better, I'd say you were making a threat. Well, do you? Do I what? Know better. She is so creepy and scary. I mean, honestly, this is just, it looks amazing. She has these huge wings. She flies around. It's just visually stunning. Just the cinematography alone. Uh, It's just glorious. Well, I'm just excited because... The first Maleficent at some point made her nice. She was too nice yeah. in the first one. Oh, no, I totally agree. It was a little disappointing, but this one looks like they really amped up the evil. Oh, yeah. Oh. And she we leans the origin into story, it. You know, we needed that tenderness mm-hmm. and how she became so hard and cold. Mm-hmm. And now well, we're there. Oof. I hope she stays with the cold because <laughs> this was terrifying. And Michelle Pfeiffer's in this. Mm-hmm. Yes. I'm so excited. That's going to be good. Good job, oh. Disney. Yeah, good music, too. It's very suspenseful as you're mm-hmm. watching. And her green magic, which is very Maleficent. Mm-hmm. I mean, the green smoke. And she is the most, Maleficent is, in my opinion, the most terrifying Disney villain. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I Ursula really so. might. Ursula. Ursula, really? She's, yeah, she terrified me. As a kid, yeah. Yep. It's the tentacles. Yeah, and it's the taking of, of someone's voice. Like B. Arthur does. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All unfortunate souls in pain, in need. This one longing to be thinner, that one wants to get the girl, and do I help them? Yes, indeed. And like Ursula, uh, B. Arthur has tentacles. So it's very similar. Yeah. But no, you're right. Yeah, maybe if I was... Yeah, I see I... I was already a teenager by the time Little Mermaid came out. Yeah, so that makes a difference. Yeah, right, Ursula didn't scare me as much as you know. Seriously, oh, or um, Maleficent is just terrifying. And again, that's why the whole um, Aladdin Jafar thing scares me. The live action Aladdin, 
Um, I don't, I, I'm hearing bad stuff about Jafar. I'm going to wait to judge myself, but please don't screw up Jafar. Please, please, please. He's such a good villain, but I'm worried that they're going to, that he's not going to be good. But look, if he's the only bad aspect of the movie, fine, I'll take that. If you go on Twitter right now, it seems like there's a lot of things that they're finding wrong with this. Yeah, I know. I'm so bummed. I want this to be good. And I, I'm not going to read any more bad stuff because I want to go into this. I want to give it a chance. Yeah. Like, I'll play the clip a little bit later. They released uh, uh, Prince Ali that Will Smith sings. I love it. I think it's very Will Smith, but people are hating on it, and I don't get it. I'll, I'll, I'll well, play It's a transition later. from animation to live action. There's just some yeah. things that you can't do. Yeah. Right. You just can't. So people just need to, they, people just love to hate. That's Coming true. Coming up at 626, we're going to take a break. We'll be back right after this. in the morning on my talk world of seven one everything entertainment i'm jace with lex don mcclain thanks for being here oh my goodness midweek we're Woo-hoo! already in midweek i know it's the humpy hump mm-hmm. get over the hump but it's gonna be beautiful outside like stunningly gorgeous. oh it's 70 is high yeah 75 get out and jog or row a boat or get your short shorts on Row a boat. You know, whatever you want to do. Yeah. yeah. I need a burrow first. Mm-hmm. We'll get, get you burrow. that, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, 631 now. Uh, Dawn McLean, mm-hmm. may I ask you what yes. frequency illusion is, please? Oh, thanks for asking. You're welcome, Dawn. <laughs> <laughs> so here's a little story. Back about 10 years ago, I learned about the word chutney, what chutney was. I heard it. I was like, what is chutney? My best friend's like, oh, chutney. It's like a relish. It's like uh, sometimes it involves like, uh, you know, pickles, something that's pickled and it's in a jar and it's like a sauce that you put on top. Oh, okay. Never heard of that. All right. The next week I heard the word chutney six times. Every time I would scream and call him and be like, I heard chutney again. So it's this phenomenon where you hear something you've never heard before. And then you continue to hear it. It seems to crop up everywhere. Oh. So, yes, this there's a name for this, and it's sort of explained. It feels so strange. It's almost like deja vu, that oh, yeah. same kind of feeling where you can't explain it. Has it happened to either one of you? Yes. Yes, multiple times. Okay, so it's called frequency illusion. Uh, there's also a name for it called the Bader-Meinhof phenomenon. And um, there's a linguistics professor uh, from Stanford, and he, um, he explained explains it as um, it's a psychological process that you go through where you feel like it's being introduced into your world, you know, as as like it never was there before. But it's because it's just sitting in your sub once you hear it and it's a new phrase. Now it is like added to your lexicon. Mm, And so it's on the top. It's on the top. So um, you might you're subconsciously looking for it. Oh, right. So it's not that it's cropping up just special to you, like some strange message you're supposed <laughs> all, all to get. All of a sudden, the chutney means what? Yeah. <gasps> what does this mean? Oh, my gosh. And it was actually the Bader-Meinhof phenomenon is what it's also coined. And that was actually um, in uh, in the St. Paul Pioneer Press in 1994. There was this online discussion board and this guy um, 
heard of this ultra left wing German terrorist group called Bader Meinhof. He heard it and then he heard it. He started hearing about it and he saw it and he just saw it like five times, like I've described. Mm-hmm. So then he posted on the boards about like, what is going on? I heard Bader Meinhof over and over again. And so that started this whole conversation back in 1994. And ever since then, the St. Pi- uh, Paul Pioneer Press, it's so interesting that came from here. It's been called that. So it has, you know, that's what it's called. Bader Meinhof phenomenon or frequency illusion. Frequency illusion. And I hope I explained it right. I sort of tried to. Well, it absolutely makes sense. Dumb down what they were saying about how it's always been there. Yeah, no, 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 I mean, I had to dumb it down for myself after reading several articles. But like, it's always been there. You just never knew what it was, so your brain just skipped it. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that is crazy. How we our mind plays tricks on our on our. Our bodies and what we see and our experiences. There was a that instantly reminds me of this interesting egret that I saw in my yard. Uh huh. And I was like, "Whoa, that is like the weirdest." It had different coloring than the other ones. I'm yeah. like, "Wow!" And then I kept seeing that egret over and over and over again, but I never saw that one before. Yeah. And it was the same thing. All of a sudden, it was like, "Whoa, whoa, oh, look at that!" And you're right; it's the same thing. Also, I don't know if this is similar, but. Uh, you know, there's a lot of people who think that when you see 1111 on the clock that it's lucky. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Is this kind of the same thing? Yes. Like and all of a sudden you see 1111, you're like, wait a second. But any other time you right. might look at it, it doesn't. Right. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And I actually I was it, this is I'm having the frequency illusion right now because of what you just said, because two days ago I was with a, a client um, at uh, for my paranormal group revealing her evidence to her. And yeah. she talked about 1111 and how as a nurse she would see that. And it was a symbol to her that she needed to say a little prayer. So here you've brought it up to me and I just heard it two days ago and I'll probably look at the clock today and see. 11. And it'll be 1111. <laughs> oh, wow. I, I God, has that happened to me lately? Are we on LSD right now? What's happening? <laughs> I think Is this real life? Yeah. <laughs> I think we are on LSD right now. <laughs> no, but, uh, you know, it's just one of those things that fascinates me. I'm always interested in, in, uh, in you know, possibility of another world or messages, you know, dream interpretation and, and yeah. strange phenomena like this. So kind oh. of a fun thing. It. it I, I can't think of a an, um, a recent time that it's happened, but I it's happened to me before, mm-hmm. and I remember it happening as a like a, as a, as a kid, and it freaking me out. Mm-hmm. And, and it, <laughs> obviously, I was at Brett Calloway's house, my childhood friend, um, and I was climbing. He had like a ramp mm-hmm. next to his stairs leading up to the main area of his house, and it happened to me uh, there, and I was like. I, again, I'm 44, and mm-hmm. I was probably like 10, and it freaked. It was a kid. Yeah, it. it oh, yeah. Oh. Weird. I didn't know it had a name. I didn't know it had a name. Wow. Now it has a name. <laughs> it has a name. Frequency a name. illusion. Frequency illusion. Okay. Lex. Wow. Frequency illusion. Girl. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we, I've we, experienced it a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just mm. like like the durian. 
you know, the fruit, the spiky fruit? Yeah. That inside is like these stinky sacks of stringy fruit. Yeah. Okay, Lex, Um, again, remember, sacks. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I'm not supposed (laughs) to say that anymore. You're right. Mm -hmm. But that fruit has come up multiple times now. I haven't thought about a durian in how long now? Um, Well, because you're right. It's very stinky. And But then, but ever since it became part of my consciousness, Mm Mm-hmm. I feel like it pops up all the time, right. which we still need to do a taste test on that too, guys. Oh, no, maybe we'll do I'm that good. live sometime at um, no, I'm good a live broadcast or something. I'll do no. it. Okay. Oh, Thanks, no. Okay. Oh no. What is the <laughs> flavor profile of the durian? Well, it depends on who you ask. Sometimes it's rotten garlic. Yeah. Some people say stinky feet or like butt taste, <laughs> or or it smells like something's died. Right. Kind of, yeah, rotting. Kind and of. you really just, I don't, I've never had it, but I've had candy that's durian flavored. And yeah. I'm like, oh, it's kind of weird, but not, I, I really need to just taste the actual fruit. Yeah, because they sweeten it a little bit too. And if you want to have fun, you can Google or you can go on YouTube and watch people eat it for the first time. Oh, oh it's pretty God. funny. You can get into a vortex of really? watching. Oh, yeah. Because when you crack into this fruit, it's so weird. It's kind of like, it's kind of eggplant shaped, but with spikes. It looks like an alien. And then you open up and it looks like something, like an egg that's hatched from an alien planet. Yeah. Why would I want to eat that? And people love it. (laughs) It's like stringy, like, it's almost like a pulled pork, kind of. Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry. But people love it, yes. Lots of Asian countries love it. (laughs) Yes. Great. I I, No disrespect. (laughs) I'm just... When you describe a fruit and you compare it to pulled pork, yeah, yeah, yeah. I have a problem. I, 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 is it also called jackfruit, or is that a something else? Uh, that's a, that's a different that's fruit. Else, that's I a think. different, but it looks similar. But it does look very similar. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah. Lex, you really didn't sell it right there. I mean, you really <laughs> just one day there'll just be a durian just happens to show up and. There's lots of the Asian markets like going university mm-hmm. have have them. So. They do, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay, because where I'm from, you know, we couldn't get them, and I've always wanted to try. So now I'm oh. in the big city. It's, they didn't have it's them happening. in Missouri. <laughs> no, we they didn't ship yeah. them there. We didn't have them in Indiana either. Yeah. <laughs> we, I don't think you can have... grow them here, so they have to ship them from oh, yeah. another continent. Do you honestly like it, Lex? You know what? I don't love it, but I don't think it's as bad as other people. Like people it crave it. Yeah. I mean, it, it wouldn't be, you know, if I had the choice between that, like a durian and a guava, I'm going to pick the guava, you know, sure. but, but, um, and most other fruits I'll probably pick over the durian, but, um, it's not, yeah, I don't find it as horrible as other people. You're not allowed to have them on trains and, and <gasps> open them and eat them. I know that for yes. sure. Yeah. yeah that, that, yep. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Other people. It's banned. Because it's pretty oh, stinky. Wow. Like their own light rail, you know? <laughs> yeah. yeah. You, imagine. Train, you, know, you just can't. You're not. People Ew. will well, absolutely. You'll clear out the yeah, yeah. The, the car, train car. Gross. Okay. <laughs> Jason, you're not very I'm adventurous not. when no. it comes to this kind of stuff. No, 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 no. <laughs> uh, our friend Panda on Twitter just posted a picture. I think she has oh. some oh, candies. She... Yeah. Oh, yeah. Some durian candies. Oh, I don't know. Maybe I'll try the Maybe candy. We'll try the candy first. They probably sweeten it a little bit. Yeah, the yeah. candy isn't bad. It's a little odd tasting, but mm. yeah, I'll yeah. go in slow. Yeah. I'll go in. Slow. I get like a rot, like a like an older garlic t- flavor. Okay. okay, old garlic, old garlic, old yeah. garlic. It's kind of yeah. 
Okay, not compared that to was new not garlic. Feet. Is, is yeah, difference. not fresh yeah. garlic. That was no. B. Arthur's nickname in high school. Old, old garlic. garlic. <laughs> That's right. Oh <laughs> <laughs> who's, who's the most popular girl in school? Old garlic. <laughs> yeah. OG. They just you called need her that OG to keep for her away. short. That's right. <laughs> oh gosh. No, oh, that's great. OG. What's up, OG? Oh. What's up, OG wig? 641. Don't forget to follow us on social media, everybody. Lex in the Cities, Donnit, Dark, and Jason Matheson. Uh, May means new listener rewards. Enter to win an REI gift card, Dunn Brothers Coffee, or Wagner's Greenhouse and Garden gift, uh, Garden Center gift card. And uh, all you have to do, log on online for listener rewards at mytalk1071.com. Will the Oscars be hostless? Next year again. We'll talk about that when we return. Go crazy. Welcome back, everybody. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Jason and Alexis in the morning. On my talk with a 7-1, everything entertainment, everything water bottles. I'm Jace with Lex and Don McLean. Thanks for being here, everyone. Hope you're having... Just a scrum delicious morning. Yeah. And thanks for spending a little bit of it with the three of us. You the best. Greatly, greatly appreciate it. <laughs> I don't know why I put a pause there. <laughs> greatly appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, ABC had their big upfronts, as, and that is, if you don't know, that's when uh, the networks put their best, you know, put their shows in front of advertisers to say, hey. Here are our new shows, and even though we're going to cancel most of them in about two months, we would like you to advertise (laughs) with these shows. Wow, Jace, that's a rosy disposition. (laughs) Yeah. So that's basically what the upfronts are. You'll be gone soon, but... Yeah. So Kraft, please put your cheese commercials on the show that will only last three episodes, please. (laughs) It's really good. Um, So that's what the upfronts are. And well, and during the upfronts, there's always news uh, that breaks. And one of the pieces of news was that the big the big wig at ABC was asked about the Oscars because, you know, the Oscars had no host this year. And because of it or by by uh, by accident, the ratings were up like 18 percent or something. So they said, hey, uh, what are you going to do with the Oscars? Are you are you going to go hostless again? And they said, we're not going to break. Don't if it's not broke, don't fix it. We have no plans on changing it. Mm. So it looks like. They're going to go hostless again. What, what do you, Lex, what do you think about that? Well, I remember when we talked about this um, after the last last year's, I, I love this idea. I thought it the show moved right along and it, they did a great job. So mm-hmm. I'm cool with this. I think it's great. 
Don McLean. I agree. I felt like it cut out a lot of unnecessary stuff. I do miss the, you know, someone like Billy Crystal or those legends who who hosted it, uh, Whoopi Goldberg, um, Steve Martin. But nowadays it just seems like it's it's just hit or miss. And I'd rather just eh, move on with that one. Move out. And yeah. if they pick Move really on. good presenters, they could have moments that are pretty fun. True. Yeah. Yeah. That's I, I just like you, Lex, I'll I'll say what I said right after the Oscars or actually right before it, before we knew how it was gonna turn out. Yeah. I I if we're not gonna have a host, then I really want them to make the presenter special. Yes. And surprising. Surprise us then. Create create little mini moments all throughout. Oh yeah, I love this idea, right? You did like a reunion of sorts. Yeah, I, if I if I were if I were producing this, and you know, you probably can't do it every year, but uh, maybe make it a special occasion. I would have the presenters all be reunions of silver screen duos or uh, you know uh, threesomes or whatever. So I would have maybe reunite the three amigos. Um, you know, have Steve Martin, Chevy Chase, and Martin Short come out. Uh, yeah, I always fun. use the example of yeah, or uh, Indiana Jones and uh, Marion. Uh, you can bring out Henry Thomas and Drew Barrymore yes. from ET. You know yes. what I mean? Instead of just like, why is Tiffany Haddish up there with Ben Kingsley? This doesn't make sense, you know? <laughs> right? Yeah. It's like you literally spend energy going. What and then you realize they're not friends. They don't never spoken to each other before. So you're sort of thinking about that the whole time. Like, well, this is weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're asking a lot of the audience. Make it easy for the audience. If they play a clip from ET, if they if they if they play a clip from ET and the curtain goes up and there's Henry Thomas and Drew Barrymore. Oh, and a little brain, ET like a little brain, robot. Yeah, your brain doesn't have to. That's a great point, Don. Your brain doesn't require a lot of setup with that no you're kind of you, like you oh. kick into emotion you yeah kick and you're into the like emo- oh it's fun i love yeah. this yes. yeah or, write him I mean, a letter jason i'm i'm going i'll write <laughs> write them a strongly worded email <laughs> yeah but no i just i think people would enjoy that and mm-hmm. that and that's a way to make the show special and yes. grand and and about hollywood mm-hmm. you know for every i would play just a short clip to introduce each duo and that way you're also you're you're celebrating movies, and that's what the show really is supposed to be about. So I think it accomplishes a lot of things, and I think people would like to see Richard Gere and Julia Roberts <gasps> back together. Yes. You know what I mean? Um, I'm, t- I'm trying to think of other duos. Bring you know Will Smith and Tommy Lee Jones from Men in Black, or you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm, I'm the cast of Steel Magnolias, which personally oh. I would drop to the ground. Oh, cool. And lose all of my facilities. I just, I would, yeah, seriously. I don't know what I would do if they bring the nine to five ladies back together. Oh, you know what I mean? Yes. We could go on. We could spend the whole time producing the show for them. Now, whether we could book the show is a whole different thing. But. Yeah. If they're interested, maybe they don't even like each other. Yeah. Forever. Well, I mean, I, I, this idea popped in my mind. And even though it was a disaster and they read the wrong name, when they had Warren Beatty and Faye Dunaway uh, oh, yes. from Bonnie and Clyde come back out, that was cool. You know, whether you, I mean, yes, they did mess up, but still. Yes, it was cool. It was awesome to see them back together again. So, you know, Kate oh, and Leo, Sally who Field. wouldn't want to see, yeah, who would want to see Kate oh, and Leo to yes. back together? Oh, I'm sorry, Lex, I stepped oh, on I you was, there. Oh, Sally no, I, I was just thinking how, I mean, her and any of her co-stars, but and her and, and Tom Hanks. 
How fun would that be? Mm-hmm. Mm. Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan. Oh, yeah. He could just stay up there and then one could Rotate. leave and then that one would stay. Oh, my Billy gosh. Crystal. It would be like six degrees of Kevin Bacon. Start with oh, Kevin Bacon. That yeah. would be a fun gag. Yes. And then one person would leave and then another person would come in and their connection. And oh, that would be fun. A whole Tom Hanks gag. That would be mm-hmm. funny. Oh. Bring on like. Meg Ryan, and then Meg Ryan leaves, and it's Sally Field. Yeah. Have Sally Field leave, and it's Denzel Washington. Then, then it's just you, a volleyball. You know? Yeah, yeah. Then Robin yeah, Wright comes out. <laughs> Forrest and Ginny. Oh my gosh, Lieutenant Dan. Oh gosh, Jerry Smith. Yes. You got magic <laughs> yeah, legs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Look at your magic legs, Lieutenant Dan. <laughs> I love oh. I love Forrest Gump so much. I love I know it's a hip to hate that show, but I don't care. Oh, I don't What's Mark Destiny, Mom? Oh my gosh. You're gonna have to figure that out for yourself. Aww. Life is a box of chocolates, Forrest. You never know what you're gonna get. Oh, oh, and still, if we had time and we don't, I love a good trailer. I really do. And the Forrest Gump trailer is still like the 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 emotions it stirs with its music. Oh, I played yes. it here on the show, but it's one of the best movie trailers ever produced. It's so so good. And how much but, yeah. they cover in that movie? You forget about all the running that he did, and you forget about you know his whole leg issue, and he, he went to war. He drank Dr. Love Pepper story. and pee, he had to pee with <laughs> meeting uh, John F. Kennedy. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. The yeah. ping pong. I mean, uh-huh. all of a sudden, wow. He was uh, he was in the mall. He was at the mall uh, during Martin Luther King's famous uh, oh, uh, yeah. dream speech. He was, that guy got around, girl. He got around. He invented the the smiley face in the 70s. Oh, yes. <laughs> How did he get to all these places? He gave a room to Elvis when he was a, his mama put Elvis up in a room when he was a kid. Yeah. Wow. Oh, and then let alone Jen A. Jen A. Oh. Love story. I don't know what love is. Oh. But I, I'm not a, oh, I'll just play. Why am I? Doing I'm not that? a smart man. But I know what love is. Oh, there we go. And then Little Forest at oh. the end. Haley that Joel. Haley Osment. Joel. Yes. Before he was uh, freaking out people uh, and seeing Ooh. dead people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah, Forrest Gump. See, Oscars. Just call the three of us. We can produce this whole show for you. Oh yeah, we got this. the entire show. We can produce for you, and we'll do it. We have a we're we have a very good rate. We, we do. I don't know. We I kind of need to make some money in my life. So okay. my rate's very high. <laughs> Dawn's rate is very high, producers. Mm-hmm. Very, very high. <laughs> yes. right, but I'm worth it. Uh, yeah. yeah. You are. I'll work just for a date with Ryan Phillippe. That's, that's all I want. Okay, he's in the Alexis, what are your demands? <laughs> my demands? Um, ooh, a, bur- a burrito. A really good burrito. Always goes back to the burrito. Yeah, I want 50 grand. Ooh! So there we go. Oscars. Don wants fifty grand. Lex wants a burrito, and I want a date with Ryan Phillippe with no strings. With no uh, anyway, you know. Oh, we'll be right back. <laughs>